morning good morning good morning and welcome to the back porch conjure this is Eva abel first of all i know but yesterday was a holiday it was the fourth of july now before i start come on in grab you a chair copper squat get a blanket sit here on a pillow sit right here on one of these stoops Get you something to drink, some water, some juice, some coffee, some tea, cold drink, hot drink. Hell, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on, however you want to do it. But yes, yesterday was a holiday. Yesterday was the 4th of July. To some of us, 
We don't celebrate it. And to some of us, we do. I just say, when people ask me, black folks love to barbecue and look at the fireworks. Ain't got shit to do about us being free or anything like that. Anytime we got a chance to gather and have some fun, pop shit, play some spades or dominoes, and let the kids watch some fireworks and watch a little Moo Moo and little John John burn they goddamn self and make jokes and see Uncle and them get drunk and act a fool. We going to do it. We was locked away for two years. We going to do it. It got shit to do with what America thought or who did what. In the hood, nobody gives a fuck. Didn't y'all see over in Queens they had the, the pole out? Shit, they bringing P-Valley to life. I know you lie. Motherfuckers, <laughs> we going to find a way to party in the hood. Nobody care about politics, man. You barbecuing? Yo, I got some charcoal. Yo, you got some lighter fluid. Yo, what you got? You want to go over here and get a pack of chicken? Yo, man, I'm going to get this. That's it. That's all. We learned to survive. We ain't been out for two years. Well, the hood's always was out. You still can go over to South Jamaica over by 109 or whatever. You still gonna find motherfuckers sitting in their car, sitting on the chair, popping shit, sitting outside. Oh, I can't cut hair in the barbershop? I'm gonna cut hair outside. We are resourceful. And we ain't got shit to do with politics and what the world is doing. We take care of us. This is why I loved the streets when I was young, coming up. For real. We ain't have... No, listen... Y'all sit there and sit high and look low down on folk and shit. You know, oh, I'm going to call the cops and justice will be served. That bitch got blindfolds. She she blind in the courthouse, but out in the street, she got eyes. She see everything. Ain't shit hidden under the sun. You got to be in it to understand it. Ain't got shit to do about your status. Broke motherfuckers got money. Don't get it twisted. Even the crackhead got money. They gonna find a way to go get high. So they're resourceful. They're the most creative. I learned my best lessons and the way to hustle from being out in the fucking streets, believe it or not. Hence why y'all sit there. Look at most of the people that are established and successful. Successful, excuse me. Um... They were hustlers. They hung in the street. My father used to always say the most dangerous person is the person that has street knowledge as well as school knowledge, education. Can't fuck with them. They don't care what you got. They don't give a fuck what you doing. They don't care about who's who like you or who not. All they care is, yo, you spending this bread with me, yes or no. And if it take three minutes, that's two minutes too long. You wasted my time. I'm out. Either you're going to do it or you're not. That's it. Ain't no if or I might. Nah, yes or no. All right, bye. And that's it. It ain't no, oh, my God, we need to sit at the table. No. Listen, you get one shot. Guess what? Look outside. That line is longer than the motherfucker. Everybody wants your spot. So either you're going to work and do what you need to do. Or you're going to get pushed to the side. I, I read a post one time, and that shit was so real. Either you on the menu or you at the table. You can't be both. You can't be both. You either on the menu and motherfuckers going to eat you up for life, or you at the table and you get ready to eat these motherfuckers that's sitting there. It's real talk. It ain't nothing that should be sugar-coated. 
If you want a company or you want to get out here and be this reader, this heel or whatever, you're going to roll up your fucking sleeves, roll up your pants leg and get that work in. If not, move. They will move you out of the way. Listen, rich folks, I've learned rich folks and motherfuckers that's hungry, they don't fight like y'all fight. Take that shit out, uh, out, out there. Oh, they said, no, they not going to stop your bread. They're going to destroy your character. They're going to play in your head. They're going to make you feel so inadequate that you're going you to quit on your own. What the fuck? Like, for real. Take lessons and notes. When people are spitting shit to you, it ain't, oh, because I'm jealous of you or I want what you got. No, I'm moving your ass out the way you're not hungry enough. Real talk. I remember, right, growing up. <laughs> <laughs> and this may be whatever to some people. Don't listen. <laughs> but if you do want to learn about life, pay attention. Grab a chair, pull yourself up, right? It was this uh, sister. She wanted to be a dancer, right? A little, little young girl. We was, you know, we all went to school and stuff. That wasn't my thing. So... I popped in, popped out. I, I wasn't dedicated because it wasn't nothing I wanted. Really, I just wanted to get out of math class. Real talk. I, I just wanted an excuse to get out of fucking math class. And it wasn't the fact because my father used to always say, if you hate math, give me all your money. That That's real. I just didn't want to be in there. That was it. I wanted to do, I wanted to have fun. I didn't want to sit in there in Mr. Brodsky class. Like, that shit was aggravating. So... I went to dance class. You know, you had a choice. Math or dance? Sex. Math. Math. What? I'm going to dance class. So, it, I wasn't dedicated. I popped in and popped out. Sometime I sit in math class. It all depends. You know, friends came or whatever. Or sometimes I go to dance class. But I wasn't consistent. Right? Real talk, I wasn't. Because it wasn't something that I wanted to do. Now... This girl that I grew up with, right, Trish, her mother wanted her to be a dancer. Her mother wanted her to be a dancer. Trish didn't want that. She wanted to fuck around and do the same shit, what I was doing, right? Okay. But there was this other chick, right, Carol. This motherfucker wanted to dance. Like, and the sad part is Trish's mom had the resources, the money, all of that. And she invested in her daughter. Her daughter didn't want that. Carol moms didn't have that money. So she had to find other ways, but she was dedicated. She was hungry. She wanted it. She wanted to be a dancer. She wanted to go to Juilliard. Like, she wanted it. She wanted to go to school of performing arts. She wanted it. Other chick, she didn't want it. She just, she just, she was doing it just so her mother could get off her back and give her a little room. Because, you know, if you follow back then, if you follow what your mother or your parents wanted you to do, they'd give you some leeway. They have been like, yeah, you can go out there, yeah, because you, you've been practicing. She wasn't. She was not, right? So she would try to, Trish, right, would try to, because she didn't want to do it, but the fucking chick was a manipulator. She would get in people's heads and make you question your own fucking talent. Like, I've seen her do where she'll be sitting there talking and here it is, these girls wanted to dance and they'll be like, you right, I don't even want to do this. Yeah, I'm going. Like, 
And she was happy because less competition for her. Less. She didn't give a fuck. She didn't care. Now, she didn't want it, but she didn't want you to have it neither. But when she ran to Chris Carroll, see, there's a difference with a person that's hungry. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't care. You can call me ugly, fat, say my steps is out of whack. You can say all that. Bitch, I'm going to show up. Because Carol knew in her mind, like whoever, sometimes you can be born with this or sometimes you it's a learned behavior, right? Either or. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. But I knew from just knowing Carol that she knew she was a threat to homegirl. She knew she was a dancer. She knew she was hungry. The only thing she didn't have was the resources. But she knew if she keep working hard, that shit would go right for her. And she didn't give up. Every time she'll show up, she'll spend extra time. She'll clean up afterwards and help the teacher and teach her slide a little money. Like, she was that bitch, for real. And Trish would try to manipulate her, make her feel like... And Carrie, I remember one time Carrie used to be like... Why do you talk to me? Like, we're not friends, and I know I'm a threat to you. And as long as I know that, and I know that I'm better than you, or you wouldn't be here trying to, you know, get me up out of here, she looked at her and said, bitch, you will never take my my hunger, and you will never take me out of my position. That's what Carol told her. Guess what Trish did? Because she finally met that motherfucker that wasn't giving up. Trish quit. She quit. All the other times that she... And there's a, a reason why I'm sharing this. All the other times she got people out of their position. She talked motherfuckers out of coming and all of that. Had them thinking they couldn't afford it. Like all of that. And she ran across a real motherfucker. Motherfucker. And listen, we had to be about 12. When we was going out here, say so 12. Oh, 12, yeah. Carol knew that shit when she was 12. She an adult now. She still know that shit. And, yo, is she a dancer? Ah, not really. But can she dance? Her asshole. But you know motherfuckers, that's, that's their hunger. That's their hunger. That's their, their, their passion. That's what ignites them. And she would. She would be in every fucking dance competition, everything. And Carol was. She was a fucking amazing fucking dancer. Real talk. Trish couldn't fuck with her at all. Now, let's take it even up to date. I remember when I first started reading, right? I, I used to read. Now, like I said, I started reading when my son was 10. He's 38. That's 28 years. 28 years I've been reading cards, right? Didn't get charged or anything like that. Like, I just love doing it. It was a passion for me. I love doing it. I can do it with my eyes closed. I love doing it. So when I started working at Botanica, this chick Amy. Now, all other readers, she moved them out the way. She intimidated them. She did all of that. All of that. She would make motherfuckers feel like they was inadequate. She would make you feel like you weren't a good reader. All of that, right? And I used to always, i never forget, side note. I used to always say, like, I would pray and just get so angry when I would walk to the river. Real talk. This was before I knew everything I know now. 
And I used to be like, yo, why is there so many wicked, evil fucking people in this world? Why? Do people want to stop you from prospering or get you, you know, to that? Why can't they just help you to get you to the next level? Why do they just want to make you feel fucked up? Like you, you don't want to do this. Well, <laughs> be careful for the questions you ask. Because spirit would definitely give you the answer. So... Back to the story. <laughs> so when I got there, I started working at Jamaica Religious, right? Started working at the Botanica. I was so excited. I was so excited. So her goddaughter, Yolanda, was like Amy, because that was the reader's name. Oh, she was she was known. She was known in South Jamaica, in Queens. That's it. She was known in South Jamaica, in Queens. That's it. She was like, oh, my godmother wants you. She wants to read you. So here, my happy-go-lucky ass, right, was all, oh, okay, okay, all right. So I go in there, and she was like, she pulled a few cards, right? I didn't even shuffle them. She just pulled a few cards. All the tattoos you have on your body, they're stopping you from reading. You're not a good reader. You shouldn't even be here. I said, oh, okay. When you go home... Take a quarter an egg and put it in water. If it turns green, don't come. That's not, you You shouldn't be reading. Okay. Oh, and your man, he's sleeping with someone else. Oh, okay. And you shouldn't be reading. You, your, your spirits are not connected to you. I said, oh, okay. All right. The next day I was there. She was shocked. The next day I was there. She was shocked. I didn't have readings at first because nobody knew who I was. The ladies upstairs, and I, I made a post earlier, side note. If I didn't know some cool Spanish people, I would. I would hate Spanish people. Real talk. Those ladies that worked in that um, botanica that was Spanish were fucking horrible. They hated black people. I'm not going to fucking lie. They hate anybody that would come up in there. They would be like, they'd be like, who's the reader on, you know, on today? Amy's here. You got to do an appointment. Well, who's the other reader? Oh, this black lady. She's no good. Bitch, what? For real. They would sit there and be like, because they would, listen, this is how they'll tell you. Sit downstairs. Don't come upstairs because, you know, we, we're the ones that get your reading. I'm that bitch. I was Carol, for real. I was, everything that I learned in life, I applied it. And I would come upstairs and just put my chair right by the front. And people would walk in and they'll be like, who's the reader? Amy for appointments. And I'm here. And Oh, yeah, she's here. She's here. And then when they, when they go to pay, they'll reach over. She's not good. She's black. Dead serious. She's not good. She's black. I hated Lucy, Maria, and Josie. I hated, yeah, I call them by their fucking names. I hated those ladies. But then, baby, two things happened to me that was so amazing that all you have to say, but spirit. You know how the old people say, but God, but spirit. The first one was the lady that came and her spirit possessed her, and she said it. She said you ain't going nowhere. Trust me. They can't move you out. 
But they're getting ready to move. I didn't even know they had sold the Botanica. And they was moving next door in the fully market. She said, they're moving. These walls will be changing. I'm going to keep you home. Because you don't need to be a part of that. But once they get situated, I'll bring you back. I didn't know who the fuck she was talking about. She came and hugged me and everything. Because I was getting ready to leave. She was like, I heard what you said at the river. I mean, at the ocean. She said, no, it's not your time. I'll say when it's your time for you to leave. Not before and not after. Not, not before. It's time. Right? My my goddaughter, E, was there. And Yolanda came downstairs and was like, what we do? I didn't do anything. She said, oh, you're always asking for me, but you don't never do anything for me. Stop. I'm going to put you where you need to be put to. Man, Yolanda went through so much sickness. They went through so much. You know what, then? Their mom had passed away, right? Lucy and the mom. But before that lady passed away, she hated her daughter. She called them wicked. She said they were horrible. They were disgusting. They were. Then their own sister, Josie, which was their stepsister because her father got with their mom. And they treated her like shit. But she still followed them like a little puppy. But Spirit said it. She said, why fight them? They're miserable. And I'm going to show you just who I am. All they fucking daughters marry black men. All they fucking grandkids are mixed with black. All of their daughters married black men. All of them. Every single one of them. Josie's sons fell in love with all black women. They And them black women dogged the shit out of them. All of them. And I was sitting there saying, but spirit. Then, <laughs> it was my time to leave. And they thought they had something on me. Oh, she's she's moving. She's getting her own place. So when the owners, I said, I told y'all in the back, remember? When y'all wanted to use my face on your page because black people were dissing y'all and people were taking y'all to fucking the Better bureau, Business Bureau thing and suing y'all asses, y'all wanted a black face. And I told y'all, nah, I'm opening up my own shit. Uh-uh, don't put my name on nothing. They wanted my recipes. They wanted my spells. They used to be like, tell her to write it down. I know you fucking lying. I ain't writing down shit. They used to have Tim. Tim used to be like, hey, Donna, what you put in here? Nothing. Oh, you ain't? No, no. Hell no. Hell no. Y'all so spiritually inclined, do it. Hell no. I walk with mine. Nah, I'm good. And my friend Ozzy, God bless his dad, i never forget. He drove up all night to come the next day. He was like, she's not a dog, and she's a great spiritual. He was cursing their asses out in Spanish. So, know that part. So, anyway, back to the Amy story. Amy would tell me that I was a horrible reader. I wasn't supposed to be there, but I was too hungry. I was that bitch in my head. You couldn't tell me anything. I wasn't arrogant, but I earned my spot to be there the same way she did. You wasn't moving me at all. Every day I would come, that bitch would slam her door. She started praying uh, out loud. I used to crack the fuck up. I would play Santo music. I play all kinds of shit. Gospel music loud. This year, go upstairs. Larry come downstairs. Can you turn the music down a little bit? We can hear it upstairs. No, you can't, Larry. I went upstairs to see. No, you can't. Amy's mad. Oh, well, she can't. She said she can't hear herself. Uh, so one day I taped her about her prayer. I said, I can't hear myself, Larry. And I was like, he'll go downstairs and tell Amy, ah, I leave me. It used to be like, okay. But the bitch wasn't leaving because she was stealing 
She was stealing. And I would sit there and take pictures. Boop, Larry, they taking boxes out. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. Bitch, I'm the wrong one. Listen, when somebody don't want you to do something, or they so adamant to make you feel like this is not your calling, trust and believe. They are more scared of you than you can ever imagine. Trust that. Even now, you know, I have people... Oh, you know, you shouldn't be writing a book. You shouldn't be um, doing a journal the way you put it together. I'm not a threat to you. I'm in my own lane, doing my own thing at all. I I'm not worried about none of y'all at, at all. No, I I I'm not. Y'all are not even on my radar. Fuck y'all. Y'all don't point to me. Y'all don't buy me nothing. Okay, you had one reader. It was a dude, no lie. I don't even fuck with him. At all. It was a dude, oh, uh, you know, your wig, so you, you need to be better, you know. Uh, bye. I don't even see you, like, at all. You follow me. I don't follow you. Like, it is people, literally, that will stand there and try to make you feel like you not that bitch. Or just, listen, I'm going to keep it so honest. There are people right now that are looking at you because you're prospering and you are the new thing. You're a breath of fresh air. You're brand new. And those people are so fucking upset because they've been doing it for so long and they don't have a break. So they want to manipulate you out of your spot. Don't allow it to happen. I've seen too many people just get talked out of their spot. Listen. <laughs> I had even God siblings, right, from my old Santo house, tell me, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Oh, mm -mm. Yeah, you know, no, I didn't give a fuck. You know who, you know who voice mattered? When I read my godmother, she said, all y'all that's readers, read me. Fuck that. This is how I make my bread. Okay. <clears throat> and I read her. She said, okay. You you can read. I tell people about you. She said, all y'all the motherfuckers, y'all can't do shit. I didn't give a fuck. This is how I make my bread. I got a botanica. I'm doing stuff. I'm, I'm going out there teaching. Wouldn't you want to get the green light from your elders? So you fucking right. Yeah, was I nervous? By all means. Did I do it? You fucking right I did. Because I need to make sure I'm doing it right. But I, yo, you the co-signer. Now, Whatever she say after that is on her, but you co-signed that. Nope, she is. She right. She a reader. She said, listen, when you read for people, put the glass of water. I said, oh, okay, okay. And that's it. That's all. That's it. That was her only criticism. Because I prayed. I did everything that I've been doing. And she was like, yep. She said, nah, you, you, you good. I got you. Okay, thank you. Everybody else was like, oh, I was nervous. I, fuck that. I was nervous too. But guess what? I got to eat. I got to eat this. I, I Listen, and for those people that's quick to say, oh, I don't make my money off the religion. I don't make my money doing this. I got a job. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I got seven different fucking companies and I'm going to keep on adding on, subtracting, revamping, all of that. God bless you. If you have a job, God bless you. God bless you. God bless any person that's making their way, especially in these days and times, because we've already seen jobs close. 
careers last forever, but jobs close. And God bless you if you if you have another way of, of receiving some kind of funds or monetary. Great. But don't dog the people that are out here making their living off of doing readings or healing or spiritual work, however they're doing it. Don't dog them out. Because why? That speaks value to me. If you want to do it, then do it. Stop being scared. See, they, they didn't question, oh, my God, am I going to have insurance or is people going to talk to me? Shit. They said, you know what? We're stepping out on faith. So don't get mad at them because they're, they're following what they believe. Don't get mad at them. Don't dog them. I'll find another way. That's like people talk about food stamps. That's why I put up that post. Oh, motherfuckers that get food stamps. Don't get mad because your belly empty and mine full. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, uh-uh, babes. Uh, no. I What? I don't discriminate. What, we got EBT? Eat better tonight? I'm, uh, come on, let's go. Like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why? That's, that's what you call hating. But see, I respect a hustler. I respect a hustler. And I'm going to get back to the story. Right? I want you to understand where I'm coming from. I respect a hustler. A hustler is not a drug dealer. A hustler is a person that can get out there and take a fucking piece of rice, a grain of rice, and sell it. With their morals and their morals intact. I'm letting you know it's rice. If you eat it, you'll be full. That's it. You might not can't cook rice. I do. So you want it? Yes or no? That, that's, excuse me, that's it. So anyway, back to Amy. So she was known in Queens. So one was every tattoo that I had, I got because I wanted it. I, I felt a connection. I needed it. Every tattoo I had, right? So wasn't nobody ever going to change my mind on that. About my, my ex-husband, he could have been fucking everybody. I ain't give a fuck. It had nothing to do with me. He was my ride to work. I made sure. And, you know, I cooked. He he took me to work. We went out. We hung out. So I didn't care about that. Then she said about the quarter and stuff. And I never forget, I told Angel. He said, the shit is always going to be fucking green. She just don't want you here because she's intimidated by you. I said, okay. So I never forget. Whenever she had an overflow of readings, I'll give it to her like I was a dog. But guess what? I'm a hungry bitch. I'm going to take it. All right? So I was reading them. But it was a girl. Like I said, it was a girl. She was Pakistani, right? Yeah. But her her crown, right, her deity that she worshipped was Kali. She would go to the Hindu temple. Yeah, she, yeah. she would go to the Hindu temple, right? So... She, um, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. She came there and I read her and we had this beautiful conversation about Kali and she explained to me about the picture with Kali in it and everything. She, they don't call themselves like priests and priestess. They call themselves devotees. So it was very beautiful of meeting her and she invited me to her temple and I took her up on an offer and there, Angie was there, like I met so many people there, and I started bringing people there. So, I was very happy about that. Now, the next day, and she was the last person I read, so the next day, you know, I'm still going to show up, because I'm that chick. Hey, I'm, I don't worry about you. you. When you let me know that you don't want me to do this, a spirit showed you this, and side note, my people, be weary of that, because... 
People were quick to tell you, and I'm talking about even readers, spiritualists, fucking people that been initiated for eons. Like I said, my godmother, that time when I read her, gave me the green light. Fuck everybody else was in my mind, right? But here it is. These are people that's initiated, people that are that are spiritually, that got years and all that. Oh, if I bear, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be doing a live. You shouldn't be doing a podcast. Spirit said you shouldn't be um, doing readings, you know, because you're picking up energies and it's making you sick. I should be dead then if I've been doing it for 28 years. Then I bet you're still here. But then I started looking at their page and started looking at them, right? Talking to them. I listen. Just because I don't say it, I listen. And these same people weren't consistent. These people were using people for their money, being conniving, being manipulative. They didn't want you to come in and take. And then they wanted to bring to-go plates to, the, to your table. They wanted you to get them that exposure and all that so they could just rob other people. Nah. They wasn't consistent with their shit. That wasn't. They wasn't on their shit. They'll pop in every first of the month and every ending of the month. And you want me to support you? You're not consistent. For what? For what? A bad name travels fast. Then they started using people. And people, people got receipts. Right? So motherfuckers were sending me screenshots. Oh, this person took thousands of dollars from me. And this is what they said. And you know, at the end of each of those people that tried to talk me out of their spot... You know what they were saying at the end of each comment that they was writing to these people? Oh, you you want to check me? Ask E5 Bale. No, don't ask me shit. No, I don't know them like that. No, I met them online. No, I don't. No. Somebody once said, oh, my God, you know everybody. I said, I don't think so. No, you do. No, I don't. I do not. I do not. Do people follow me? They follow my page. And half of them are only following me because of what somebody might have said negative. And they just brung their asses over there and stayed. Because they saw that something that enlightened them or something that ignited them or just to keep the mess going. That's it. Do people know me? I don't think so. I think other people's lives are more amazing and famous and beautiful than me. Now, do I share uh, people's stuff? The ones that point to me that share my shit, if you don't share my shit, I ain't sharing yours no more. Very simple. Um, do I appreciate some people? Yeah, I do. I do. Do I clout chase or hang under people so I can uh, be known? Nah, I built my own fucking village. I don't even build tables. I build villages. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. If you can't match my hustle... Or beat my hustle, I don't, I don't, you, 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 you're not in my radar. Real talk. But anyway, back to the Amy thing. So the next day, it was full. But I just imagined that they were for Amy. So when Amy came down, she was, you know, went in there and screaming, ah, ta, 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 doing all the prayer shit. And I'm like, I would laugh. I would, I would crack the fuck up. I'd be in that room cracking up. Right. And I remember one time she even went to Larry was like, it's negative energy coming through my walls. I think she should move. We was cracking up. 
for real. We would, we would laugh our ass off, right? And when I wouldn't be in there, they would go in the room and throw stuff in there. You know, for real. They, messy. Messy, crazy people. So, when she came and she came out and she was like, who's for me? Nobody to answer. So I was like sitting there and I came out. I said, okay, who are y'all waiting for? It was like you. She said, I brought everybody. Amy was so fucking mad. She closed her door. She went upstairs. She started banging things and everything and telling Larry, I want her going. But this is where I knew this bitch was a racist. For real. Spanish bitch. I knew she was a racist. She's, that bitch spoke English that day. She was like, that black bitch gotta go. Larry himself couldn't say nothing. He said, Amy, I think you should leave. Because every time he would come to me, I used to be like, yo, Larry, you know they fucking racist like I know you racist, nigga. Come on. For real? But I ain't going nowhere. You hired me? Now fire me. If you don't want to hear them, fire me. Donna, I'm not firing you. Okay. Because, see, I would go outside and get people to come in. I, I don't have a problem. See, I, when people go, oh, my God, I don't like people. I don't like being around. So who the fuck you helping, air? So, No. I don't have a problem with going out to talking to people. Hey, what's up? Yo, you want to read it? Hey, you know, we got readers in here. Hey, like everywhere I would go, I would talk about where I'm working at. So motherfuckers would come in and they would say, yo, where Don at? Yo, I came in here with Don and Larry loved that because he knew. And then when they wouldn't work, I was living in the projects right up the block, five blocks away. So Donna, you coming in, you an angel? Yeah. I would walk in a snowstorm, yo, because somebody's coming in. So when she said that, Larry knew then, like, uh. And I was like, yo, y'all treat black people like they are fucking ignorant and evil. That's wrong. Wrong. It used to be a white girl coming in still all the fucking time. But let a black person come in there follow them. Or they try to charge them devil. But I never forget, there was this chick that was in there. She was black. She would come in there and she would talk to me and she would be like, you know, they talking about you, right? And I used to be like, oh, I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. They really wanted me to know they say it in English, real talk. And she was like, watch this. And she was like, yeah, you know, I'm wanting a reader. And they telling her, right? Um, yeah, no, nobody's here today. She said, is she a reader? And, you know, she was talking to me in English. She said, is she a reader? So they was like, um, are you reading? I was like, yeah. Yeah. So now they're talking to each other, right? They ain't talking to the black girl. They talking to each other in Spanish. Like, you know, this black bitch getting on our nerves. We need to get rid of her, whatever. Shorty turned around and started talking to Spanish and them, telling them, yo, they going to be cursed. They're going to be fucked up. This is not how it is. And guess what? They black too. The only difference is to stop that stop their asses off at the boat that they are just as fucking worse. And when the race, oh, she was going in. I loved every bit of it. I loved every bit of it. Every bit of it. I loved it. And so when Amy did that, it changed. It changed because she said it loud and clear. That black bitch gotta go. Bitch, the last I thought you black too. <laughs> but it was funny. She was so fucking angry. She was so heated. She was so mad. Why? Because everybody else she spoke and 
condom out of their spot. She wanted to be the only reader. Nah, Ma, you not. She would be so fucking mad. She was so fucking mad. She was like, oh, I'm working from home. Bitch, you been working from home. So I remember when Tiffany went and videoed the whole thing, went over there to her house, got a reading, all the um, candles and stuff, and she showed it to Larry. And I was sitting there laughing. But Larry didn't stop because he didn't give a fuck. He didn't care. She brung money. She would do charge. She would she would charge five hundred for people to get clean if they didn't. The number one sentence she'd tell them is, "Your kids are going to die." So you know people get nervous and they'd be like, "Okay, oh my god!" And they'd go rob Peter to pay Paul and to give this lady her money, and that's it. But here it is, my black ass king. Looking like Sophia from the color purple. And they would just eat it up. And she would be so fucking mad. Once again, you heard both stories. You have to, yes, be hungry. You got to be consistent. Got to be disciplined. You can't do today and tomorrow. Oh, and then leave. No. Show up every day. I don't care if you don't get a reading. I don't care if you don't get a client, a customer, nobody. But when that day do come. And those days when it's like that study. Perfect your craft. My godfather, he told me that. Perfect your craft. When shit is slow, perfect your craft. Clean your altars. Go and pray. Go and, 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 and fast. Go read a book about something. Go educate yourself. Go, instead of looking on people's page trying to see who's hating on you, invest that time in yourself. Invest that time in yourself. Learn something else. Go watch a YouTube video on how to make a better YouTube video. Go build your, your web page up. Work on your shit when it's slow. That's it. And please don't give me that. I'm just waiting until I get the money. No, start now. I started everything with a fucking without a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. But I ain't give a fuck because starting, starting. And when you start, the universe opens up doors that you didn't even think would be open or that you didn't even think were there. But do not allow no one to take you out of your spot. Don't allow no one to manipulate you. Don't allow no one to make you feel like you are inadequate, like you can't do what you were destined and called or born to do. No, no. You know how many people told me that a podcast is a waste of my time? Nobody wouldn't want to listen. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to keep saying... Hey, all those people that's listening that prayed for my downfall, that said I couldn't do shit, that said I wasn't going to be shit, that said my wigs was ugly and I didn't know how to write and had other people putting batteries in their back coming on the page. Oh, hit me up in my inbox. Oh, you really need not to write or you really need. How y'all doing? Because I'm still here. I'm still here. This dude, a grown fucking man, y'all. I had to say this story. I always leave the best for last. Just a grown fucking man. He's crowned. He's crowned. He had the audacity, because I don't know where y'all be getting him from, to have a chick that's crowned too hit my inbox and tell me that I shouldn't be writing. And that how did I do my journals? Because they don't look like they're professional. And I shouldn't be doing it. But then they come out with all these fucking books. I started laughing. I did. I said, thank you. She was like, oh, yeah, because, you know, I've been crowned for a long time. And my spirit say, so am I. I'm crowned too. Oshuna and Ogun. 
oh, 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 yeah, you know, no disrespect. I just don't think you should. Why, why are you here? Why? Thank you. Thank you. That's all. Thank you. I screenshotted and sent it to my elders. You know what they said? <laughs> She'll be gone. You'll still be here. Hi. How y'all doing? Hi. How y'all doing? And it wasn't no, uh, somebody did voodoo tour or anything like that. No, no. Why? Why? A, a, another priest to, a priestess to another priestess. Why couldn't you just say, hey, sis, you're doing a great job. Or hey, the kinks have worked themselves out. Nobody was born to be an author. We don't know how to write books just like that. It comes with trials and error. And everybody looks at the first time when they first started anything, any project can be like, damn, the stuff I know now and what, what I'm seeing. Okay. But do you see it? There's a chick that she's always hyping me up. But the screenshots are real. They, they put you up to it. See if you can edit her book. I'd rather pay a professional that I don't know that's licensed before I find a homegirl to do it. No. You, you, you want these things? Do it right. Do it right. Uh-uh. Because, see, I already know what side you float on. And it's sad. It's sad when you just want to conspire to get someone out of the loop. That means that you really are a threat. I'm going to always go back to what the guy said. He said, e Bayo, man, you are ruffling so many fucking feathers. Man, motherfuckers are mad. And I was like, well, they just got to stay mad. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. But he really did. He had this chick get in my inbox. And I, I screenshot it. I sent it to my elders. I said, listen, I just want to make sure I replied the right way. And that they said she'll be going, let me tell you, I ain't see this chick yet. <laughs> For real. And he's still trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with his life. So I'm, I'm, I, I was laughing. I was laughing. It's sad. It's sad that you, 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 you want to build or being a part and you want to say, well, okay, I'm, I'm good with not everybody liking me. That I'm cool with. But damn, you really want to put batteries in people's backs just so they can come and try. Okay, if I stop today or tomorrow, you still won't be in the limelight. It'll be somebody else. You don't want to be in the limelight. You don't want to do it. You just want the money. You you want people to kiss your ass. You You want the version of what you think power is, but you're not helping nobody. You're using them. And guess what I did? I did a sweep. I cut them all off. All of them. Bow. Blocked. All of, except for his ass. Because I want him to see me. It said, and I always put it up, that God prepared a table before my enemies. So, I want you to see me prosper. All the fucking time. All the time. I want you to see me prosper. But all the rest of your minions, I blocked them. Bow, they not in my, they not on that page. And guess what? My unblock button is broke. So I can't unblock them. So no. But I want him to see. And he listens to the podcast. He do all that. For real. And I laugh. I laugh all the time. I laugh. Because you went that far. For what? What did you accomplish? What did you, what did you get? 
What? What did you get? I'm still here. <laughs> I might be black. I may be broke. Shit, I might even be ugly. But I'm here. Thank God I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. That's the sad part. What did you accomplish? You and your minions, what did you accomplish? Nothing. Be mindful, y'all. I want y'all to be mindful. You don't need to go back and forth with people. For what? That's some high school shit. I don't need to sit here and write subs and do all of that. No. For what? Keep doing you. That's going to make them matter. Keep doing you. My thing for you is, and my prayer, don't fold. Don't stop. Don't allow no one to take you out of your spot. That's it. When it's time, then you'll move forward. You always got to sit at the table. Why there's a long line outside waiting? Don't, don't get in the way of somebody else's blessing. You get your fill. You leave those things that need to be left for the next person. You keep it clean and all of that. And then you move on. Move on. You ain't got to sit at no more tables. Build your own fucking village. That's what you do. Let me tell you, it was so funny because when I was... When I, when I learned about Patreon, it was sisters that was like, listen, yo, build a Patreon. Stop doing this, this, this merry-go-round shit, this hamster wheel shit. So, you know, everybody was like, oh, I'm going to sign on to your Patreon. Yet to see them sign on. And I was dying. I was dying because they were like, yeah, I'm going to build one. But they're not consistent at all with their life. They're more consistent of they really watch people's pages and see and then comment on it just to start something, just to have some kind of controversy so you can follow their page. But they're not active. They're active being war watchers. They're active being nosy bitches. They're active, and these are men and women. They're active just being, just watching. You see what they posted, you see? But then they get mad. Oh, no one's supporting me because you're not doing anything. You're not. You're not doing anything. The only time you go hard is the first of the month and the end of the month when the bills need to be paid. That's it. That's all. I love Prince Elias. I always hype him up. You know why? He made sure that he stayed the course, he did his shit, he opened up a shop. And he told y'all, I ain't inviting nobody, this for me. Come see me, I'm the teacher, the reader, the, the sole proprietor of this whole shop. I don't need nobody to come. And I'm gonna shock him and come and uh, buy some things and come and sit down and chill with him for a day. I'm not there to come in there and take his shop, that's his shop, he built it. And he did it every morning. He would get up, do readings online. He did it. He built his platform, his following. He did it the way he wanted it built. And that was the aftermath of it, the reward. Beautiful, beautiful. That's what you call a motherfucker that's hungry. That's what you call a person that you can't, if, if you can't block my blessing because I was born for this, was a person, it'd be him. Because he wasn't playing at all. At all, he was not playing. He wasn't playing. He made his own product. He promoted his own product. He had his music. He had everything. And painted his shop the way he saw fit. While everybody else was busy and everybody built business, while everybody else was busy talking about each other and trying to drag the next person, that motherfucker was working. 
I say, yo, I love him right now. Love him. Because while everybody else was being messy, he was working. He was investing in himself. He went and got a crib. He got a car. Now he got a shop. Now, if he wants to get online and do lives, he can. If not, he got a shop. He got a shop. He did it. He set out. He said, this is what I'm going to do. This is mine. I'm doing it. While everybody else is too busy worrying about who's doing what, who, who's real, who's not real, who's initiator, who's not, who should be a reader, who shouldn't be. He doing it. He doing it. Don't hate him. Congratulate him. Promote him. Speak highly of him. Pray for him. That's it. Because if you're going to be mad at somebody, be mad at yourself. Why are you busy wasting time on motherfuckers that don't care and ignoring the people that are in your corner? Sad. And small mental note for people that don't know. When you have people in your life that's helping you, that's promoting you, that is encouraging you, that is, you know, giving you gains, don't talk them out. Because if you think you're getting over or you think you did something, it's like, fuck them. You're, you're lost. You're, you're lost out on the real one. Where your content? Where, that's why I laugh at people. I do. I laugh at people so bad because when they were there, told you how to write it, how to promote it, how to do it, how to do all that. Ain't there now. You hung yourself. So now what? Listen, the one thing I learned coming up, hanging in the street, if I'm going to hang on to you, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn the recipe. I'm going to learn what I need to do. And I'm going to ask questions because you know why? I'm not going to be around you forever. So I need to always know how I can survive. Uh, Hi. Y'all wait. Y'all want motherfuckers to do everything for you. And then... When you fall out with that person or that person say, listen, you too toxic. I can't. Now you don't have no content. Now you don't have nobody writing for you. Now you don't have nobody promoting you. And guess what happens? You fall at the wayside. That's why I said invest in yourself. Get to know yourself. Perfect your craft. So when you fall out with people, guess what? You still show up the next day. Fuck those people. How you doing? That's why I tell people while you was sitting there trying to do all that. I was building, self-made, baby, self-made. <laughs> you still getting dressed. I'm already here. <laughs> hey, catch up. See, Snoop Dogg and everybody else, even Pimp say, if you if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. I stay fucking ready. I always stay on go. TTG, train to go. I'm not playing. Oh, can you read for me? Yeah, let's go. Oh, can you speak? Come on, let's go. So if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You don't. This is where you come. You're not cocky. You're not arrogant. I'm, I know my shit. And I'm going to stand on it. So, yeah. So, let me give y'all this little tip. Right? Because we all, we all are a little strapped for cash. And we all are kind of unsure how things are going to work out and how things are going to do. You know? And we need that confidence. We need that confidence. Because we get scared. We do. We get scared. We get scared and 
we get we get lost. So I want y'all to get three oranges. They're from an old lady, y'all. They're from an old lady. I used to always go in her house, right? And I'm talking about my mama. I used to always come in the house, and she'll always keep this in her kitchen. And I used to be like, Mama, why you always got this? And she even taught us how to do it, right? And <laughs> she would, my mother and them never wanted for anything. So <clears throat> most of y'all may know it and may have forgot it. Most of y'all may say, oh, my God. Now, what you do and how y'all do things is on y'all, so don't come over here getting on my nerve. I'm just giving you a little recipe of something to do. I want you to get three oranges, and I want you to take the clothes. You know, the clothes you put in the ham? I want you to stick. So get those thin oranges, y'all. Stick nine clothes, four sides, four different sides, put nine clothes. Boop, 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 and put them in a green bowl or orange bowl, right, or brown. Green, orange, or brown represents prosperity. I don't care what it represents for you. I'm talking to the old people. My aunt and them are old as fucking dirt. And guess what? They don't want for nothing. Told y'all to put the Psalms. You know how you go in the old people house and they got those Psalms over their door? There's a reason why. Told y'all that. Now, we ain't talking a reacher. We talking spiritual. Get y'all the oranges. Put three of them. And let them stay. And when they dry out, ground them up and make that potter. And that becomes your prosperity potter. See, when you, you want to prosper in everything, we don't pray just for money. We pray to prosper, to do better than we did the day before. Prosperity. Okay? And you leave them there until they dry out. Some people have them up there for a year, two years. Leave them there till they dry. When they dry out, you grind them down. You can put them in the stove and finish drying them out. And you just grind them down. And that's your prosperity pot. And you'll have that forever. So three. Three of them. Nine going down one side. Nine going down the other side. Four ways. Why? I want all of my paths to be open so there's no blockages. <coughs> Clothes that you stick in the ham. Remember that. Okay? And whoever does it, you'll thank me later. Oh, you'll thank me later. God bless you. As always, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. Let nobody fuck up your day. Let no one take you out of your position. And let nobody stop your flow. You were born for greatness. Trust and believe you were born for greatness. Stop listening to the naysayers and those people that's sitting from the nosebleed section. You can do this. And all you got to do is start. That's it. That's all. Start. Start. And as always, it's been a plum, please, and pleasure. I love you all. And thank you, even for all those that gave me all such a beautiful messages, saying how they love the podcast and how it's helping them. I give thanks to y'all, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love y'all. I thank you for your support. I thank you for everything, everything. When you post me, when you share me, all of that, I give thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you. And it's no other choice but to grow up. Listen, we got what? Five, six more months? Yeah, five more months, right? July, August, September, October, November, December, five more fucking months and it'll be 2023. What are you doing within these five months? Start now. Start now. And if somebody 
got in your ear to tell you to stop. Turn around and tell them to kiss your ass. Say, Ephi Bayo said, kiss my ass and start back again. Okay? You're not starting over. You're starting from where you stopped. That's it. You still got experience. And don't allow no one to stop you. Please, please. What? What people eat don't make you shit. Don't allow people to knock you off your boulder or your throne. I love y'all all. Good luck and blessings to you.